Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled, Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times. And we'll try to post something every day, usually reflecting on the scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. Three simple thoughts or words, if you will, on this last Friday in Lent before the one that we call good. Probing, petition, and praise. So first, probing. As I was praying with the first reading this morning from the book of Jeremiah, what struck me is uh, the line where it's Jeremiah prays, O Lord of hosts, who test the just, who probe mind and heart. So I was looking up that Hebrew word that gets translated as probe, and it, it can mean a number of different things. It can mean to look at, to reveal, to understand, to see, but even more to inspect uh, or to examine. And I think one of the things that's happening, I know it's happening in me, I'm sure it's happening in you, it's happening in almost everybody that I talk to, is the pandemic that we're going through right now, it's serving as a catalyst, if you will, to just examine or probe or uh, reveal so many of the things that you and I are wrestling with in our hearts right now. It's it's bringing them to the fore, right? And we're not supposed to dodge those. We're not supposed to run away from those. Um, God's allowing these things to kind of bubble up, if you will, so that we can name them, we can bring them to him, and we can just be honest both with him and with ourselves, right? I know people who are uh, battling anxiety because of what this is uh, provoking and causing in the culture at large, especially in the economy. I know uh, friends of mine, uh, husbands, fathers, who are anxious about providing for their wives and their kids. Um, I certainly wouldn't want to tell you not to be anxious. And yet at the same time, this is an encouragement from the Lord to just say, okay, so thank you for acknowledging that. Now bring that to me and let me remind you I'm a good father. I'm going to take care of you. That doesn't mean I'm going to get a check in the mail from, you know, Uh, the lottery or something, but God's going to provide for us. We're going to look different coming out of this than we do now, but that's okay. That's a good thing. Bring the anxiety to him if that's what you're, you're struggling with or loneliness. Tons of us, like all of us are dealing with loneliness right now, right? I'm, I'm tired of looking out my window and uh, I love the guy I live with. Thanks be to God for father Jim, but some days it'd be nice to talk to somebody else too, right? And Other than on a phone or on a Zoom call. So bring the loneliness to him. Bring the fear to him. Uh, he, he's, he's probing the heart. And, and when he does these things, just like a doctor who's sitting there talking to a patient, he's saying, does this hurt? No. Does this hurt? No. Does this hurt? Oh, yeah, that hurt. God's allowing this right now to bring to the fore those things which are in our lives which have been there for some time perhaps, uh, but, but which now need to get exposed so that God's grace can speak into them. So again, loneliness, anxiety, fear, frustration, whatever it might be, like just bring it to him. I was thinking of the line in, in the psalm today, Psalm 18, where 
um, David prays, the breakers of death surged round me. The destroying floods overwhelmed me. Well, th- those breakers and those floods, I mean, for many of us right now, they're the things I just named and, and so many other things. But at the same time, remember this. David ends by saying, in my distress, I called upon the Lord. I cried out to my God. And from his temple, he heard my voice and my cry to him reached his ears. That's happening right now, right? As we bring him our anxieties and our fears and our frustrations and our loneliness, the Lord's not just looking down from heaven, uninterested and detached. No, he's a good father. And he wants his kids to come to him and say, Father, I hurt. Here's where I hurt. And bring me right now the comfort that only you can offer to me. That's the probing. The second word's petition. So there's a lot of us right now, uh, there's a lot of petition going up right now, I should say, right? And rightly so. I mean, we're praying for uh, an end to the pandemic. We're praying for the people who are trying to find a cure. We're trying to, we're we're bringing before our, our good father all the people on the front lines, the doctors and the nurses and all the healthcare providers Um, thanking God for them, asking them to uh, be protected, for God to keep them strong, to keep them safe. We're praying for those who are suffering. Uh, We're praying for those people who are alone, who are suffering, the elderly especially, who are in care centers where loved ones can't go to them. I had a chance yesterday to to pray on the phone to basically do uh, the final commendation of a a dear friend of mine's mother who's dying. I mean, this is what we're reduced to right now as priests. We're trying to offer the prayers for the dying by phone with people. So by all means, we're going to continue these petitions to go up before the Lord. Let's keep those coming. But lastly, praise is the word that's really bubbling up in my mind. So don't stop the petitions. I'm not encouraging that by any means. By all means, we're supposed to bring all those cares and concerns before our Father, especially as we draw closer to the great celebrations of next week. But I was struck by how the first reading from Jeremiah, it's uh, verse 13 in chapter 20, it ends with a, a cry of praise. And this is from a man who is aware of the fact that people are trying to kill him. (laughs) It's a great reminder to me that in all times, We are exhorted to praise God. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, Jeremiah says, for he has rescued the life of the poor from the power of the wicked. And that's the reality, people. God has, past tense, already won the battle. What we're going to celebrate next week has happened. Jesus has died and has risen and has definitively rescued you and me from Satan's grip, from the power of death, and from the power of sin. And so in good times and in bad, I can praise him and thank him because he has done this. So let's thank him this morning or today, this afternoon, whatever it might be, for how he's probing our hearts for what he's bringing to the fore. Let's bring those things to him. Let's be honest with him. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's ask his light and his grace and his healing balm to just 
move into our hearts. Let's continue to petition, to bring our prayers on behalf of the whole world uh, before the Father. But let's make sure that we make some time today, especially now a week away from Good Friday, to praise the God who loves, who saves, who intervenes, who cares, who acts, who has our lives in his hands. And because he does, I don't have to be afraid. Again and again, remember, you were born for this. 